0: In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. It's another cold day in the region. Still windy and chilly. Winter weather advisories are expiring, but we're still left with slippery roads. Still seeing a number of slide-offs and accidents on 94, M63, 196 after Blue Star Highway and elsewhere. Many schools are either closed today or they issued a two-hour delay. If you're headed out somewhere, call ahead to make sure they're open and drive carefully. What would you like Main Street in St. Joseph to look like when MDOT rebuilds the roadway? That's the focus of a just-launched survey from the Michigan Department of Transportation. MDOT is inviting all interested parties, not just St. Joseph residents, to provide their opinions. They're seeking input from residents, commuters, community stakeholders, and local businesses. Nick Sharipa, spokesman for MDOT, says the sky is the limit – as far as what people can bring to the table for ideas on how to envision the future. You know, we have to stick to design standards, we have to stick with good engineering, but that doesn't mean we can't shoehorn stuff in, right? Everything, you throw it at the wall, see what sticks kind of kind of concept. Um, if you got an idea, if you've got a, a desire to see something change, let us know. Uh, if we don't know, we can't consider it. The survey is part of MDOT's planning to rebuild the State Roadway's M63 I-94 business loop, from Central Avenue to the Blossomland Bridge and I-94 Business Loop over to the Bicentennial Bridge. Sharipa says they're looking for inputs on traffic, parking, safety, non-motorized vehicles, and streetscape elements. The survey is open now through February 16, construction slated for 2027. MDOT says the input received through the survey will be used and shared at a future public meeting. You can see a video of the interview at our website, wsjm.com. Contract negotiations continue between Berrien County leaders and the unions representing Sheriff's Department's officers. The previous contract expired at the end of 2023, and negotiations are underway for a new agreement. The contracts cover wages and benefits for deputies, sergeants, lieutenants, captains, and chief deputies. Berrien County Sheriff Chuck Height says it's a competitive labor market especially for law enforcement officers. Obviously we're hoping we can get uh, them resolved, you know, in the near future and obviously want we'll to make sure we're very competitive when it comes to recruitment retention and making sure the deputies and and uh, command staff are compensated well. Salaries for deputies currently start at $51,000 for sergeants, it's 63,000. For lieutenants, captains, and the chief deputy, the starting salary range is between seventy-six dollars and $84,000 annually. Hyde says he's optimistic they will reach a new agreement soon. Uh, we've got sessions going on. I can't get into details about them, but we're hoping to keep moving those along and get, get it resolved. While the most recent contract is expired, it remains in effect until binding arbitration is concluded. There are also provisions for back pay. In the state of Michigan, police and fire employees are prohibited from striking for the sake of public safety. The annual Michigan Economic Outlook survey was released at the Detroit Economic Club on Tuesday, and for the first six months of 2024, those surveyed said the economic outlook in Michigan was more positive but still facing challenges. Short-term concerns are related to soft economic growth due to high interest rates that are still impacting the mortgage industry, the auto industry, and housing and building trades. The good news is inflation is falling given the Federal Reserve room to cut interest rates. Most surveyed expect growth in the latter half of the year and into 2025. A continued track of concern is Michigan's population and the state's ability to attract and retain a younger workforce. Gabriel Ehrlich from the University of Michigan spoke at the report's unveiling and says we have an older population, an aging workforce, which presents a challenge. We really don't see a lot of room for for a lot more growth of the labor force, even though it's a tight job market. And So typically you think a tighter job market brings people into the labor force. We think that's going to be tough in in the years to come. And so, you know, growing the population, especially the working age population, it's an important you know, ingredient for economic growth. Ehrlich says young people need career opportunities if they're going to stay in Michigan, but the national competition for talent is fierce. We have the whole video posted at moodyonthemarket.com. Lawmakers might be back in session at the state capitol, but don't look for a lot of house-approved bills in the first few weeks. The state house is evenly divided at 54 apiece due to a couple of vacancies that won't be filled until April. But there are a lot of economic growth issues awaiting action, Cornerstone Alliance, the area economic development organization, is looking for more incentives to lure data centers to southwest Michigan. Cornerstone CEO Rob Cleveland. We want a, a data a tax exemption for data centers, and Joey Andrews has been leading that for with us and, and working in great partnership. Cleveland says relaxing the state sales tax on data centers could draw more of those businesses to our area. The benefit being clean industry with high-paying jobs. Data center tax exemption is huge. It's an exemption on sales tax only. So it doesn't impact schools. It has no negative impact on, on uh, other local tax uh, taxing units. Cornerstone has been instrumental in identifying and marketing local properties suitable for data centers. Analysts predict growth in that area for both the public and private sectors as demand increases for digitization of business processes, cloud usage, and big data. If you're considered low-income and looking for help in preparing and filing your taxes this year, the United Way of Southwest Michigan has options for you. The organization has lined up volunteers to provide free tax preparation for qualified families in Berrien, Cass, and Van Buren counties. Sarah Barlow, a project coordinator at the United Way, leads the Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program and says part of the population they're helping sometimes don't file taxes because they don't think they need to. Barlow says that's leaving money on the table. By filing, they um, sometimes get home heating credits back, they sometimes get earned income tax, etc., things that they, they normally wouldn't get on their own. Barlow says it wouldn't be possible without the help of a team of volunteers. Some people are retired, some people are still working and come after they get off work. I have site coordinators that simply are the most knowledgeable, smart people I've ever met, and they have the most giving hearts to want to help people. The tax preparation service is free to residents making $60,000 or less and need assistance in preparing their tax returns. You must make an appointment, and VIDA will begin taking appointments on January 23rd. Full details and phone numbers to make an appointment are on our website at wsjm.com. There's a new partnership in Benton Harbor aimed at getting more young people exposed to the basics of science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics, also known as STEAM. The Benton Harbor Sunrise Rotary Club this week announcing they're teaming up with the Benton Harbor Public Library to offer a series of courses that will help middle-grade children and teens through the 10th grade learn the basics of each category in the STEAM learning model. Sunrise Rotary President Cynthia Kinney says the effort gives young people an opportunity to engage in the STEAM Saturday program. Kinney says it's great for personal development and it creates opportunities through art. Well, it's really just becoming a well-rounded person. You know, art and design is so important. You look at Apple computers and how it's important the, um, the design part of technology is. Steam Saturdays start at the Benton Harbor Public Library on January 27 at noon. Each month we'll focus on a different steam theme, including tectonic plates for science, cubism for art, and creating bridges for engineering. For any questions about taking part, just call the Benton Harbor Public Library. They say they're ready and will make room for as many young people as they can get interested. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.